on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we'll continue our Best of Mississippi Cities series. This month, we're featuring the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. We'll start this coastal trip off with Anna Roy of Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Then we'll talk with Captain Lewis Scrimetta with Ship Island Excursions. Roxy Condry with the Roos Boutique Hotel will be with us. And we'll end the trip with musician Rochelle Harper. Plus, listen up for your chance to win tickets to Ice Cream Safari. Hold on tight because we're going for a Mississippi Gulf Coast ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. We love to showcase our beautiful state so much that each month we feature one city or one area. This month we're taking a look at the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Plus, we've got two family packs of four to give away to the Ice Cream Safari happening tomorrow at the Jackson Zoo from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's a great way to cool off, a wonderful way to enjoy some ice cream, and, of course, enjoy the great Jackson Zoo. And don't forget to stop by the MPB booth while you're there at the Ice Cream Safari. So later in the show, we'll be giving away these great family packs Uh, by giving you two trivia questions. So listen up for those trivia questions throughout the show. If you call with the correct answer, you could be the winner. So, Kamel, it's great to see you again. Great to see you, Mary Margaret. (laughs) I hope you've been off to a great week and you're headed uh, into a good weekend. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy, but yes, I am. It is my 20th uh, year class reunion, Murr class of 98. Congratulations. I don't know if congratulations is the right word. I cannot (laughs) believe it's been 20 years. I'm like, really shocked. I feel like I just stopped being a kid. Wow. Did you break out the the annual last night and walk down memory lane? <laughs> no, but I'm sure they'll have them out when we get there to see all those crazy pictures when I had hair and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was uh, walking through at the two Mississippi museums yesterday. We're preparing for our big event, People, Politics, and the Press, yeah. taking place tomorrow, nice. uh, Saturday, right. July 11th, starting at 9 a.m. Uh, through the afternoon. And I believe you guys are having part of your reunion at the two museums. Yeah, we are. And uh, just very excited about it, eager to catch up with classmates. And so I hope to bump into you. That would be great. I'm sure you'll be looking fabulous as always. Got to impress all those old classmates. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now we have Facebook and Instagram and the like. So we kind of keep up with each other. I feel like a little more than maybe... You know, yeah, I'm gonna go a little the over day. the top, just maybe a little limo or something like that. You know what I'm saying? A just little, a little, little helicopter flyover, or something like that. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I would expect nothing less from you, Mr. King. All right, well, we are really pleased to have on the show, uh, kicking off our great Mississippi Gulf Coast edition, Anna Roy with Mississippi Gulf Coast is here to give us kind of the big picture about what is happening um, in our beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast region. Welcome, Anna. Hello, greetings from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Anna, it's always fun to have you on the show. You've got a great attitude, and uh, you've always got something interesting to share. So let's start off today. um, Tell our listeners, tell us a little bit about what the summer months mean to the Mississippi Gulf Coast CVB. Well, we have, I mean, we have so many different things to offer during the summer, but year-round. Thanks to our climate down here, we've got something to offer year-round, but this summer, we have a lot of camps for kids. There are some awesome ones. I really wish that I had been a kid here on the coast because there are some really cool ones, some fishing, some shark camps, uh, art camps in our museum. So there's a lot of that for the kids. And then we've also got our shuckers season. So if you want to catch a great baseball game at an awesome stadium right next to the beach, that's a great thing to do as well. And um, we also have some really cool events coming up. Blues over Biloxi is next weekend, July 21st and 22nd. Um, so we'll have the Blue Angels flying over Biloxi. We'll also have some street vendors and some performers. Um, then we've got a few festivals as well. We've got the Biloxi Seafood Festival at the beginning of September. 
we've got all of these little pop-up things coming up in all of our different towns across the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So there's just so much to do all the time. <laughs> now, Anna, from your point of view, you know, just from an eagle eyes view, uh, because the coast just has such a beautiful character to it. I mean, it's so scenic. The people are so, you know, involved. And, and you guys just do a great job at Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast of stringing all of the communities together uh, to do things. But what's the secret in the sauce for, you know, just intently always having great things going on and the synergy throughout all those cities? I think it's exactly that. It's the synergy. It's the community, the sense of community, not just within each town that we represent down here on the coast. It's really the community between one town to another because, you know, it's so important for people to know when people come to visit here, they don't care about county lines. They don't care about city limits. Mm -hmm. They want to go see as much as they can. So it's important, for example, someone who is in Biloxi to see what Biloxi has to offer, but then to also know that five minutes across the bridge, you have Ocean Springs and a completely different atmosphere. And then five minutes further, you've got, you know, the wilderness, the ecotourism. I mean, there's just so much to offer, and we all need to work together down here to really show and showcase everything that we have down here. I'm glad you brought that up, Anna, because, you know, when people think of the Mississippi Gulf Coast, they think, of course, of course, of the Gulf and, you know, the fantastic food and the seafood and mm-hmm. uh, all of the great shows and things that go on. But there is really a big ecotourism drive for the coast. Uh, tell us about some of the uh, ecosystem assets that the coast has. Yeah, we have so much to offer in terms of ecotourism, and you can really do it from all different angles. We've got some awesome kayaking opportunities um, from the Wolf River, um, which is amazing. It's a freshwater river, um, which is really so pristine. It's beautiful. You can do kayaking down there. You can paddleboard either on the on the actual Mississippi Sound or on the back bays. You can go bird watching. You can go fishing. You can go boating. You can go out to one of our ship one of our barrier islands like Ship Island, um, which is just so beautiful and and really untouched too. Um, and then you've also got outdoor stuff like golfing. You've got sailing. Um, there's so many things that you can do outdoors, and we really appreciate our surroundings so much. Um, in terms of the golfing, like just the surroundings that you have on our golf courses, you've got pine forests to bayous to uh, an 18th hole on the actual beach. So, I mm. mean, there's just so much variety in terms of what we have. Our ecosystem is amazing. The Pascagoula River is the the mm-hmm. longest free-flowing river in the lower 48. And so we have some really unique species here, too. It's just there's so much to offer. Yeah, that's so true. Just this week, I was watching a program on MPB about really what an incredible bird habitat the entire Mississippi Gulf mm-hmm. Coast is. And just beautiful, really interesting um, and amazing wildlife uh taking place there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Now, Anna, uh, when we talk about tourism in Mississippi, the Gulf Coast is always one of the powerhouses really leading the charge for the great uh, economic development that is tourism happening around Mississippi. You guys have a new CEO. He's got a really interesting background. Talk a little bit about him. He's just been phenomenal. He started on January 8th. Um, Milton Sagara is our CEO. And he came from Puerto Rico. So really, this was someone with extremely fresh eyes on everything. Um, it's been a really, it's been a whirlwind situation since January, but we are all so thrilled and we're all so ready to get working on this. Um, the main thing that we're doing right now is we're actually in the process of rebranding Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, so we've had uh, several workshops with community, with business owners here, Um, We're having a customer advisory board um, coming from all across the U.S. later in August. Um, We really want everyone's opinion from all different angles um, so that we really know how we want to go about rebranding our our, uh, Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, So he's really shaking things up. It's really good. Well, I had a chance to uh, meet uh, Mr. Cigar a couple of times, very briefly, and he, I mean, he obviously has uh, a very powerful presence, and he seems like a take charge type of guy. And I mean, just gosh, with his resume, is is just crazy. It seems like uh, the Gulf Coast is very, uh, you know, fortunate to get him. But how have you seen like his background from? Uh, being in tourism for three decades and corporate America and having all this experience. And of course, coming from being completely over uh, Puerto Rico's uh, convention and visitors bureau, how, how has he come came in and kind of shaking things up? 
Yeah, I mean, his experience is incredible. Um, you know, he knows a lot about the industry, but also from from different aspects, from an international um, standpoint, too. He's, he's, he's got a lot of experience with other countries, CVBs, as well as just within the States, and especially not just within the Southeast. So really, his experience is broader. He, um, he's willing to take some risks, which is really great, you know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes they may work, sometimes they may not, but it's, you know, it's time to kind of to get to get going and, and to try to try things out and just see how they go. And then so far, everything has been going really well. We've been talking to the community every step of the way as well. And they all seem to be really, really excited about it, too. So and that's the most important thing as well. And that's what Milton Cigar's um, main concern is, as well, is that all of our stakeholders and our our, our business owners across the coast know what we're doing, know what we're here for, and know that they can come to us with any questions or for any assistance, you know, that we're here too. Yeah, that transparency is key. Talk a bit about yeah. Go Coast 2020. This is a big initiative rolling out from uh, from you guys in the coming years. Yeah, so it's uh, it's part of the Restore Act. Um, it's mainly to, to do with, with initiatives and projects related to like eco-restoration, economic development, small business, seafood, uh, tourism, education, and so on and so forth. And basically, there is a goal for 2020. Right now, we're looking to, you know, it's, it's looking really, really good. Um, we're just 2020 will be definitely. here in no time. It's really I kind of know, crazy. I can't believe it's already mm-hmm. the middle of 2018. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're doing, we're doing well. And we're, you know, we're just, we're, we've got to keep that momentum going. And, and Milton is definitely the one to help us. That's great. That. Now, you know, the Go Coast 2020 is a really kind of like long vision. Tell us what folks can expect, you know, uh, when they come down to the Mississippi coast, when they walk into their backyards and uh, go out to enjoy their communities just in the coming months. Yeah. So obviously we've got all of our usual attractions and excursions. We now have ship island excursions from both Gulfport and Biloxi, which is great. Um, so we can so. You know, visitors can go out onto our barrier islands that are just so stunning. Um, as I said, we have Blues Over Luxy coming next weekend. Um, we've also got the Gulfport Sip at Sunset series. It's going to be going on from August 30th to September 5th. Um, and it's going to be a whole week of unique dining opportunities in Gulfport itself and at Jones Park. So it's going to be stunning. Um, so that'll be really fun. Um, and then, you know, in terms of culinary scene, we're getting we're seeing more and more farm to table restaurants coming in. They're doing a lot of pop up events and they're also doing a lot of specials the whole time through the summer. Um, and then, of course, we have our beloved pop brothers who make the best artisanal popsicles anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll be there. They're they're in several locations across the coast. So you can cool off with one of them, too, no matter what you're doing. <laughs> That's great. We need some of those today mm-hmm. already. All right, Anna, thanks for joining us today. Tell people where to go to find out more about the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Absolutely. Our website is the best resource for anyone um, wanting to visit here. It's gulfcoast.org. And on there, you'll have a full listing of attractions, dining, uh, excursions, accommodation, everything you could possibly want. It also has our contact information on it. So if you do want to speak to someone, don't hesitate to give us a call. And we would be thrilled to give you some some information and some advice and some suggestions on your visit. Anna is always so charged up. I love it. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we return, we'll welcome to the show Captain Lewis Scrimetto with Ship Island Excursions. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. MPBonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at MPBonline.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Right back, did you hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point of boy, this 
Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. A little familiar television tune for you. That's a jam. As we come back into our great Mississippi Gulf Coast special edition today, I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. Now, if you're just joining us before the break, we spoke with Anna Roy of Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. She had a lot to share about all of the wonderful things happening now on the Gulf Coast to come to the Gulf Coast, so it's a great time to visit. Before we, um, as we head into our next segment, we do want to offer up a trivia question for the chance to win a family pack of four, four tickets to the ice cream safari that's taking place tomorrow at the Jackson Zoo. So if you're a winner, make sure you're able to pick up your tickets here in Jackson, Mississippi at the MPB studios before 5 p.m. All right, and the question is... Here we go. Now, this is for our faithful listeners. Mm-hmm. Who was our music guest on Next Stop Mississippi last Friday? Mm-hmm. So a week a week ago today, who was our very special music guest? All right, give us a call at one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four with your answer to that question. That is one eight seven seven. MPB Ring, who was the music guest on Next Stop Mississippi just last week? For a set of four tickets, not one, not two, the whole family. That's right. That's right. And you you got to pick up those tickets today. So, hey, you may know the answer, but mm-hmm. you may be in DeSoto County. And yeah. you just might not be able to get here before five. So keep that in mind. All right. Welcoming to the show, Captain Lewis Scrimetta with Ship Island Excursions. Great to have you this morning. Good morning. Oh, wow. It's just so exciting to have you. I'm I'm just completely obsessed with Ship Island. And I opened up your website and see that Ship Island Excursions has been around a service since 1926. That is quite Man. some time. Yes. My grandfather started the operation uh, in the uh, mid-20s with an old converted schooner. And um, he shrimped and oysters in the wintertime. And for extra money, he hauled folks out to the Barrier Islands, and uh, it became a full-time uh, um, a business, and we're doing it today. I'm a third generation, and my sons and cousins and still a family business all these years, 92-year-old family business. Wow. Now, three generations. I mean, did you guys just grow up, you know, being a part of it, and, you know, the yeah, love exactly. just got into you? Exactly. You know, uh, my grandfather was a Croatian immigrant. He came over here in 1903 at age 16 and with a lot of other Croatian immigrants to work in the seafood industry. And of course, East Biloxi, is, as you know, is known for its seafood. And, and uh, we uh, big all, all the Croatians, all the Europeans have big families. All the kids went to work as soon as they could. I was the oldest of four boys. I am the oldest of four boys. And I went to work with my dad. But I remember work, riding the boat with my grandfather in the mid-60s as well. So if, uh, as soon as you can uh, tie a boat up, you were put to work on the, on the ship. Wow. <laughs> Too cool. Uh, Captain Scrimetta, this is a side question. Are you excited about the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking. I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we, we are so excited. I, my, I have relatives in Croatia, and I visit them periodically and keep in touch with them. They have gone crazy over there. Oh. And the only way to explain it, if you remember how excited we were when the Saints went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> that's the feeling right now that they have over there. So you could imagine. The, and they're just happy to be in the World Cup. So, um, you know, we, they are just going bananas. That right is so cool. And I know that you guys, um, again, with the, the big community you have there, Croatian Heritage, you're going to have a great time uh, watching these games um, as they – I guess there's a, a maybe a couple. I know there's at least one one more big game coming up. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, you know Marafofo Gilic is having a big uh, game party at the Croatian American Hall there uh, in East Biloxi Sunday. So everybody's invited. So if you're down here Sunday, you want to come to a good party with some good food. Come to the Croatian uh, ball game on Sunday at the Croatian Hall in Biloxi. Fofo That's incredible. Everybody. That is so exciting. Well, um, that's just, yeah, so cool. <laughs> Such a cool cultural thing. I'm sorry, I did get sidetracked, Captain. But, yeah, so you could make a big weekend of coming down, doing one of the great Ship Island mm-hmm. excursions, and then, you know, staying for the game. 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we get folks from all over the country. Ship Island is part of Gulf Island's National Seashore. It's one of Mississippi's three big national parks. We've got Vicksburg National Historic Site. We've got the uh, the parkway, the um, uh, the road. Oh, gosh, I can't think of the, the road up in Jackson. Up to oh, the Natchez Trace, Trace sure. And then you've got Gulf Island's National Seashore. Those three parks, think about it, they bring people in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. They give us credibility worldwide. And those parks uh, are just really special, and they're economic engines for the community. And um, I just, I, um, as a concessioner for, for the National Park Service, um, I'm very proud of what we offer, and our, our folks enjoy getting away. They, we have great beaches on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and, and but our water's a little brackish, as you know. It's, it's, it's a mixture of salt and fresh water. And people are a little disappointed. They want sometimes to swim in the surf. They want the green water of the Gulf of Mexico. And they can they can do that by taking the ferry out to the island. It's an hour boat ride. We can get it's a 12-mile cruise out. And they reach those beautiful, white, natural sand beaches of Cat Island, Ship Island, of course, where we go, uh, Horn Island, the next one down, and Petit Bois Island. All those, all those islands are special, and they're all different. But to our island, Ship Island, of course, houses... Fort Massachusetts, which was built just before the Civil War. So you have history, you've got the natural resources, and just the fact that you have a little getaway, being able to leave the Mississippi Gulf Coast, it's a great experience for for, uh, everyone that does it. We see dolphins on the way out. The kids love to see the dolphins. The swimming, the the water quality is so much nicer out there for swimming, and you have the surf uh, on certain when that wind's blowing, you have pretty good surf out there. Right now, the water's been beautiful on the island. It's very clear. You see fish swimming alongside of the dock. Um, I'm just filling you in on some of the things that make it special. Well, Captain, uh, I mean, I am really embarrassed because having been to the coast so many times and being in tourism, I still have not done a Ship Island excursion, and it is on my to-do quick bucket list. But uh, for me and the listeners, tell us, you know, what we can expect when we go on a Ship Island excursion with you. Well, we run. We operate March through October, and um, the summer months, of course, we're going seven days a week with multiple trips. We have a, a, a reduced schedule in the, in the fall and spring, but um, we have three vessels. Uh, both our big boats hold uh, 300 passengers, so you have uh, big, large boats that are safe and comfortable and ride well. It takes about an hour to reach the island. When folks show up. We just ask that they, they are allowed to bring a small carry-on. You can bring a small a cooler, a backpack, uh, a bag chair is allowed. So you can bring uh, a little bit of carry-on luggage. But we do have offer food service on the boat and the island. Uh, it's very affordable and very good, very tasty. We have a lot of folks that give us compliments on, on our pricing. We keep our prices down, make it affordable for folks. And the main thing that you do, you know, after the boat ride, viewing dolphins, after the hour boat ride, you're pretty much on your own to explore the island. The National Park Service offers a tour of Fort Massachusetts during the day, which is a really beautiful, preserved, well-preserved brick fortification. Lots of history on Ship Island. I wish we had time to talk about the history out there. But uh, you can learn a lot of history. Then you can take off for the beaches. Uh, you have the Mississippi Sound side of the island, which a lot of people enjoy because it's calm on the Sound side and the water is very shallow. And, so it's, and then you can go across the island to the Gulf of Mexico side of the island, and long, beautiful beaches for hiking, shelling, uh, and, of course, we mentioned the great swimming out there. We do rent umbrellas and chairs, very large, big canvas umbrellas and chairs to get you out of the sun. There's not much shade on Ship Island, so sand dunes and beach vegetation, but the National Park Service does provide two large picnic pavilions with restrooms and showers, and then we have the snack bar on the Gulf Beach, along with the beach chair and umbrella rentals. So, we pretty much offer everything you need. A lot of our folks just come with it, just, you know, don't bring anything. They just hop on the boat and they have everything they need and uh, just hop in one of those beautiful, um, uh, one of those comfortable chairs and, and just enjoy that beautiful scenery looking south toward the, the Gulf. You know, mm-hmm. enjoy the waves rolling and just get away. And the beautiful thing about our trip, one of the best things about it, there are no automobiles on the island. <laughs> wow. So you, that, that's that's something special. These are the last undeveloped barrier islands in the Gulf of Mexico. Wow. Mm. So so fortunate to have these in, in, in their natural state. So 
um, people really appreciate that, and and the the, uh, the stress release and the, and just being able to walk the beach. And if you know your family with your kids, um, it's a great experience. And um, you, you, I never get tired. I never tire of it. And I go out there every day. Mm. Wow. What what an incredible experience to have! Truly, a full service experience on mm-hmm. the island, mm-hmm. which is completely undeveloped, and have a, a, an also full service and completely natural, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful. Right. Uh, right. Mm, that's really just think, amazing. You feel like you're getting away out there. I mean, you walk down away from the snack bar area and the umbrellas and, and it, you get away. The beaches are long enough to, to feel like you've actually escaped and you feel, you feel like you're in a different, different country almost. And then you have the fact that East and West Ship Island were cut in half in 69 by Hurricane Camille hmm. and then again by Hurricane mm. Katrina. Well, as we speak, the National Park Service is filling in the island. So it will be one island again in about about a year. They're completing the restoration of consolidating both East and West Ship Islands. So then you're, you're going to have a full 12 miles of island to walk, to hike. So that's pretty impressive. Just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm a water sign. I would be like, yeah. Uh, can you just pick me up on, like, the last trip, Captain, and let me just stay out here for an extra day or something? Well, yeah, let me tell you. You can go out with us in the morning. You arrive at 10 o'clock. The last boat leaves the island at 5. So you can stay actually from from uh, arrive at 10 o'clock, I think it was 9 o'clock departure in Gulfport. That's a long time out there in the summer. That's a lot of fun. So keep in mind that you do have a, the option of coming back at 2.30. Or if you want a quick trip, you can go out with, on our noon boat, go out to the fort, and arrive back in Gulfport at 3.30. So you got a, basically a three-hour cruise three you know three and a half hour uh, boat experience there uh, trip experience now you know you do have also ship island as a national park the national park offers uh other commercial use operators that can take you out to horn island and horn island is where you can camp you know walter anderson the artist that lived out there you know the story about walter anderson Mm -hmm. horn island has an incredible marine forest and it's so beautiful in the fall and spring and winter. That's the place where you want to go for camping. Uh, and they do have, um, if you can check with the National Park Service at, at, at Davis Bayou, the visitor center there in Ocean Springs, as you know, has a, has a wonderful visitor center. That's the, the park headquarters in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And they can give you information and give you the list of people that can transport you out to, to the other barrier islands and where you can stay overnight. You can't stay overnight on Ship Island. I guess that's the point I was trying to make. That's great. Great information. Uh, Captain Lewis Grimetta, tell folks where they can go to learn more about Ship Island excursions. Well, you can go, just Google Ship Island and it will pop up. But our website is msshipisland.com. And, of course, you can, you can Google Gulf Islands National Seashore for information about the national park. And we are, in, of course, in the Mississippi district of Gulf Islands. There is the Florida district uh, over at Pensacola. So when you bring the website up, you want to go to the Mississippi district. And that's where you can get the information about not only about us, but about possibly going out to Horn Island and the other barrier islands. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us today, Captain Lewis Grimetto with Ship Island Excursions. It is time for us to take another quick break, but when we return, we'll give away another family pack of tickets to Ice Cream Safari happening tomorrow at the Jackson Zoo. We'll also welcome Roxy Condry with the Roost Boutique Hotel. So don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for Change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. 
You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send us an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Camille King. If you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with Captain Lewis Scrametta. We talked a lot about Ship Island excursions and all the good fun to be had there. And now it's time for our second trivia question of the day. We want you to call in and win this wonderful family pack of four tickets to the ice cream safari happening tomorrow at the Jackson Zoo. Do it. But please remember, if you are a winner, you've got to pick up your tickets here at MPB today before 5 p.m. That's here in Jackson, Mississippi. So here's the question. What country... Well, okay, I guess we can do this one. All right. So what country did the new CEO of Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast come from? He was the CVB director mm-hmm. in another country, a country very close to the United Anna States. Anna Roy mentioned it. I mentioned it. Let's see if you were listening Come on. That's right. So the number to call is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. That's one eight seven seven MPB ring. Give us a call when your tickets to the ice cream safari sure to be fun. All right, let's welcome to the show Roxy Condry with the Roost Boutique Hotel. Hi, Roxy. Hi. Well, Roxy, tell us, I mean, the Roost is, of course, you know, very new to the coast and the world. Uh, Tell us about the Roost and its life uh, before becoming a hotel. Absolutely. Um, We actually purchased the building. It was originally built in 1894, and we purchased it a little over a year ago and um, set out really just to bring it back to life. Unfortunately, it had been sitting for quite some time. And it had a really colorful history. It had been a hotel um, in the 50s. Um, it had also been an array of different things throughout history and was just sitting. And it's a beautiful piece of property, really close to the beach in Ocean Springs. It has two um, probably 300-year-old oaks. We're in the process of getting those aged now. It's just a majestic um, view right there on the front. And so we had the idea of bringing it back and put it, you know, bringing it back to life. And through that process, ended up um, deciding that a hotel was the best use because we really feel that Ocean Springs is a special place and we wanted to introduce it to more people that are, you know, visiting the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And Roxy, I mean, tell you, tell me how you kind of came about identifying the property and then wanting to repurpose it as a, as a hotel and, and, and maybe a little bit of background about yourself. Sure. Um, my husband and I, we actually own the Inn at Ocean Springs as well, and it is a bed and breakfast on Washington Avenue. And we moved to the coast um, about 10 years ago, a little over that maybe, and um, we're really just uh, surprised at what a magical place we felt like the coast was. Um, you know, it's, it's different than we've been in Florida before, and it's such a different place because you've got the beaches there with palm trees, and you get over to the coast and you experience the beaches with the oak trees. And it was such a different experience mm. that we thought was really special. And um, we were surprised there wasn't a bed and breakfast right there on the main street of Washington Avenue, which is, you know, kind of the main street going down through Ocean Springs right now. And so um, we set out to try to find a a place that had character and a place that we could, you know, turn into a bed and breakfast. And that ended up working out in 09 and um, small. It was a two bedroom bed and breakfast. And then we had added two rooms to that. But um, we really wanted to expand. And it took some time because we, we wanted the right property, and so not until, you know, as, like I said, it's been about two years now, um, did we find this property and, you know, realize what the opportunity was to turn it into another hotel. And it's um, it's got the historical significance, and it's just a really beautiful property. We were lucky enough through the renovation to actually take um, all of the old wood and restore it. And so we were able to utilize that throughout the construction and do accent walls in all of our um, suites. And we started off with six rooms and opened um, April of last year. And then just recently finished the renovation. We had um, 
first started with some office space and the hotel, and we have taken our office space out and now just opened up an additional five rooms. So we're at 11 rooms now, and every room features the original uh, wood from 1894 on feature walls throughout. Um, we were also able to, you know, keep all of the majestic oaks. And so we did, we had, you know, took a lot of care in making sure those weren't, you know, impacted at all during the construction. And then um, we've also done a few things just really trying to incorporate the culture of Ocean Springs into the remodel. We, you know, we wanted the architecture to be harmonious with the area because it is a very natural um, area that with a lot of beautiful trees. And then we were able to use the oyster shells and do a really artistic um, wall with the oyster shells as you come in to what will soon be our new wine and cocktail bar. And so it's been a really, um, it's been a fun process, but one that we really put a lot of thought and time into trying to bring the history back, the art back, the nature, and incorporate all of that into the space so that our guests would get that experience as soon as they arrived. Well, you have been named uh, the most beautiful hotel in the state by Architectural Digest. That's a really great compliment. Um, And when you talk about your rooms, uh, really most of your rooms are actually suites. You've got uh, Mm -hmm. kitchenettes and full bath and multiple beds. So it's uh, really quite the, it's just a beautiful place, that's for sure. Thank you so much. Yes, we were fortunate enough. We had the space and really, like I said, wanted this to be such a relaxing and nice experience for our guests. So we were able to incorporate several suites. Um, We have one room that adjoins as well, so you could actually make it a two-bedroom. So for families traveling, we were trying to be accommodating for that. Um, And then we also, um, even in our suites, when we did the second um, set of renovations, we're able to incorporate um, two suites down there as well. So we um, we really tried to meet the needs of different travelers. You know, we do have um, just some guest rooms that, you know, for your business traveler and thing like that, it would be a perfect fit. But we also have the suites for the families or we're. We're getting a lot of brides these days, and that has been a really nice thing for the bridesmaids. They'll do, um, you know, they have room for everybody to come, and we try to accommodate them as well. And we have some event space and that kind of thing. That's great. Now, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the name, The Roost. Where does that come from? So, The Roost, when, if you were to visit the property, you would say we're just surrounded by the beautiful trees. And in the process, as we were under construction, um, the first rooms that we put in the six rooms five of those are upstairs and they're all connected by a central patio which is really nice it gives a great vibe um the guests can sit out there's rockers and some nice seating and it's um all covered and you know fans and just a really nice place to sit and as we were in the process of construction and trying to come up with the name standing in that space it really feels like you're in the roost of the trees Mm -hmm. and there's we're in a birding paradise. If you know our area, um, you know, we've got, we, we have birds that come from all over the world because of the variety of birds that you can see right there where we are. And so it truly, it just resonated. It felt like it was, you know, you were sitting in the trees. And so the, the name evolved out of that. And it didn't hurt that we have free roaming roosters in Ocean Springs. <laughs> and so, not that it was really for the roosters, but it uh, we have a lot of people that, you know, a, associate that and it is true it's a really cool thing that ocean springs has and i love to see you know them roaming around downtown and they'll come over by you never really know where they're going to be they're free roaming so um so that <laughs> that was kind of the process there are free roaming roosters walking around what another slice of character i did not know <laughs> yes they're, they're and they have their own personalities they're interesting so you'll have to come see them that's right. That's right. You got to see it and experience it in person. Well, congratulations on a beautiful boutique hotel, The Roost in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, Roxy Condry. We really appreciate you being on the show. Now, it is time for our final break, but when we return, we'll welcome our music guest, Rochelle Harper. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. 
You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. She's the one he thinks about when he's so far from home. And she's the one he put the wedding ring upon her loving hand. And although he works away from home all week so they'll survive, he'll tell you it ain't true. The saying, out of sight is out of mind, because she's the one Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to the music of Rochelle Harper. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined by Kamel King. Now, if you're just tuning in, before the break, we spoke with um, our friend Roxy Condry over at the Roost Boutique Hotel in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. What a beautiful place. Certainly uh, go online and check that out. Now it's time to welcome our music guest, singer-songwriter Rochelle Harper to the show. She's a Gulf Coast native. Welcome, Rochelle. Hey, y'all. How's it going? God, that song sounded so good, Rochelle. Thank you, Camille. I appreciate that. I've been listening to (laughs) y'all. Oh, man, what an honor. So please, I mean, just jump right into it because, I mean, you're such an interesting uh, musician. You're such an interesting character. And I'm sure the (laughs) listeners just want to know exactly how you began in the music industry. Well, goodness. Okay. Well, thank you for that. My mama said I came out of the womb singing and performing. and So uh, kind of just... um, I was just born a performer, and I found my voice out in Lake Tahoe, actually, in 89, and um, I moved back to the Mississippi Gulf Coast in 2000 and sat in at the Julep Room in Ocean Springs, you know, and a couple cats sat in with me, and a chick from the Tiki and Goche was there and said, hey, we need a band every Friday, Saturday night. Y'all want to play? I said, y'all want to play? They said, yeah, they're going to pay us. I said, y'all going to pay us? Yeah. I said, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, you know, it really it really hit me when I was listening to your EPK and watching it, and you shared it, which was very brave and, and, and honest and transparent of you, uh, about your father passing when you were five and the road trips you would take back and forth through Alabama and how music was such a big part of it, and it kind of, I guess, sunk into your soul then. Is that right? Yes, that's right. My mama would drive us back and forth every summer and leave us with my daddy's family in Alabama. And um, and so while we were in Alabama every summer, of course, we had the Patsy Cline and the Hank Sr. back then, which is telling my age, but I don't mind. Um, and um, But then in Jersey, like, the you know, we listened to Donna Summers and Dionne Warwick. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I just, and I loved it all. Uh, you know, if it's a good vibe and song or something with a message, which is really what speaks to my heart. I, I tend to be a little bit of a message kind of musician. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, connection with the crowd is really what I get. Um, I love, and you get this vortex when, when I'm on stage you know, the band and I, we've rehearsed and everybody's got their heart and soul into it. And then the people in the crowd who are connecting, you know, and then you get that energy going and the vortex is going and it's it's intoxicating. I love that mm-hmm. idea of, of the vortex of a performer and the relationship to the audience. That's really does kind of capture that feeling when you're in the zone, when you're really feeling it. You're you're in that mm-hmm. special space. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> now, Rochelle, a lot of people call you the Mississippi hippie. That's kind of how you're known. Here's a question. Is it hard to be a hippie when you come from Mississippi? You know, um, two things. Um, uh, hippie to me means love. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I was born in 69, so I got the end of that decade. And they say you take parts of the, the decade with you as you you know, grow and evolve and everything. And so, you know, I just, my husband is the lead guitarist in my band. That's how we met. And, um, and his message is like spreading the kindness and mine is through peace within music. And so, um, you know, to answer your question directly, sometimes it's a little difficult, you know, especially, you know, the revolution, the rebellion, all the change that's going on right now. But, 
um, I just always think observation without judgment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I just put it into a song and hope it speaks to somebody and, you know, helps better their day and maybe change their perspective to remember that we are all one. And what mm-hmm. you do to someone else, you do to yourself. You may not think you are, but you are. Tell us kind of about your muse and, and what inspired you to write the uh, the song Mississippi Hippie Blues, a.k.a. the Shed Song for the Gulf Coast. <laughs> okay. So in 2003, I had some sponsors who got us uh, the band. The Rochelle Harbor Band at the time was a four-piece. And uh, some friends of ours uh, got us a house in Lake Tahoe for the summer. And they paid for it, and they were going to pay for the band to go out there and um, play in Lake Tahoe, which is a little piece of heaven. And um, the we were about to record an album, and as it goes with some bands, not Stones, but uh, the band broke up, the drummer and bass player quit, and the guitar player couldn't go. And oh. so, <laughs> so, I mean, I was going, and a friend of mine went, and I got out there to this little slice of heaven, and I was depressed. Couldn't get mm. Well, I didn't play by myself. and um, But I was meditating and walking in the woods, and, you know, the birds were talking to me during meditation and yoga and all that. And all of a sudden, my friend goes, look, get your guitar and do this 12-bar blues right here. He picked up a book. This is how you do it. Pick a key. So I picked E. Started going started writing a song and all of a sudden the Mississippi hippie blues came out and of course I did my shout out to the shed you know we're we're part family and uh, I was the first person to play there and then after I had the song for a few years Shelly Stramilla you know from the Coast Observer she said girl I love that song but you need to do a shout out to all the cities along the Gulf Coast so edit went back in boom recorded with Daryl Brown, um, 2007, and uh, and then we did that video. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but it's on YouTube of the entire Gulf Coast from Pascagoula to uh, Waverly. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Our producer Michelle's been talking about that all morning. How uh, outstanding it is! So, uh, congratulations to you. I know you're really proud of that. Thank you, and thanks, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So uh, you talked earlier, you know, about uh, growing up listening to the country classics like Patsy Cline and Hank Williams Sr. Who are some of your other music influences? Are they people that you're performing with? Or are they artists you're listening to today? Oh, gosh. Well, that's... um. That's a good question. I'll tell you what, locally, since we're talking about the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and, you know, I played on on Louis Scrimetta's boat for a whole bunch of teachers back in the day with my band. Um, and then uh, listening to Anna talking about connecting the cities, you know, and and their branding. Um, you know, on the Gulf Coast, we have Sarah Buris, who's an amazing singer-songwriter, vocalist, who's performing at the Beau Rivage tonight. She's from the Kiln. we got Lisa Mills, who used to play, you know, by herself, um, and uh, these are two amazing women, strong women, strong vocalists. And, you know, they just really inspire me to be who I am and be authentic and, you know, just share just share what I have mm-hmm. with people and know, it, know that it's going to connect with some. I'm good with the 50-50. 50% <laughs> right. like me, 50% is not. That's okay. That's right. That's exactly right. We've actually had Lisa Mills on this program before, and she really is such a great uh, songwriter, a wonderful yeah. performer. So glad to know you guys have that that connection. Yeah. Now, talk to us a little bit about your new album. Okay, Lilt. <laughs> well, that's my husband, Gary Boz. He's listening. Uh, he um, and I retired and took our 401k and that's like our baby we don't have children per se we have albums and guitars <laughs> <laughs> this baby um went all the way through school and got a phd uh, <laughs> i know that's right it. <laughs> but um the producer joe taylor was with uh, rca for 20 years as a producer and guitarist jazz guitarist he's amazing and he happened to be in ocean springs when we were practicing at Jefferson Rogers plays the bass player and uh, dug the sound and the originals we were doing and said, hey, y'all want to make an album? We were like, okay. So <laughs> we went up to Greens Pond, South Carolina, hmm. and uh, right south of Charleston, 
And I'll tell you what, it was an amazing experience. We we got to record with, uh, of course, Joe and Randall Bramlett, who is a founding member of Sea level and uh, Bonnie Raitt sings his songs, and then um, Jeff Renzel, a keyboard player. But one of the coolest things on the album is the last song is called Universal Love, and Miss Josephine is featured on there, and she was Bubba Gump's mama. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, of course, Sherry Hill, who's an amazing gospel vocalist. If y'all want to get a gospel vocalist, Sherry Hill, she sings with the St. Rose de Lima Choir, and mm. she came in and she did amazing background vocals and has actually featured on one of the co-write songs on the album. And then, of course, my husband, he did the slide and lead guitar. and That's um, great. Yeah. Uh, Rochelle, yeah. We're, we're running out of time. We definitely want to have you back on so we can hear more. But tell listeners where they can find your album and where they can learn more about you. Okay. Well, if you want to hear anything, it's digitally everywhere. Lil is on iTunes, you know, anywhere digitally. And then my website is on ReverbNation.com, Rochelle Harper Music. But if you just Google Rochelle Harper, there'll be links. And, um, of course, they can always do it the old-fashioned way, send me. Drop me an email or a Facebook, and I'll send them a CD in the mail. <laughs> I love it. Love That's it. great. <laughs> well, Rochelle, thanks for taking time to be with us today. Thanks for listening in. We really appreciate you. And we well, appreciate. I want to thank y'all. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I want to thank y'all um, for having me and for doing what y'all do and, you know, That's showing the beauty of the gospel. Thank All you. right. And we want to thank you, our listeners, for traveling with us today throughout the Mississippi Gulf Coast and thank all of our guests for joining us this morning. Missis- Next Stop Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us again next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.